Oh, you were recording. My bad. What's up, guys? This is Free Wine and Unleavened Bread. <laughs> Gotta go into I'm... Disney Channel mode. <laughs> and this is Disney Channel. Yeah. No, how do they do it? It's. Uh, I'm Dalton Locke, and you're watching Disney Channel. No. Dun, dun, dun. I'm Raven from Raven Simone. Or. <laughs> 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 no. I'm Dalton Locke from Free Wine and Unleavened Bread. And that was David Overstreet just butchering the intro to uh, another Disney Channel transition. No, it's a. Uh, Hi, I'm Raven from That's So Raven, and you're watching Disney Channel. <laughs> the lightsaber. <laughs> right. But we also have Whitney Williamson. Hey. And Corey Ann Thorpe. Hey, guys. And uh, today we were talking about our favorite Disney Channel movies. Ooh. Or not, but we can go ahead and throw that in here if we want. <laughs> yeah. My favorite yeah. was Motorcrossed. Motorcross? Mm hmm. <laughs> I love that one. one. I like that one a lot. Yeah. Um, I like the one with the house that was like the smart house. Is that what it's called? Mm -hmm. Smart house. Oh my goodness. That was a good one. Yeah. Mine was uh, the Even Stevens movie. Oh yeah. When they go to the island. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) Whitney. I don't know if I have one. Like all just so good. They. I mean, they are. (laughs) They are so good. Gotta kick it up. I loved that mm, one too. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. Mm. How'd you guys feel about that jump rope one with Kiki Palmer? Is it just called jump? <laughs> what I is think it? So. Jump, jump in? Is it jump, jump in? in? Yeah, mm-hmm. jump in. And it was the a music franchise. From that one. Excuse you. What? It was a franchise. Was it? Yeah, there were like three movies. Sorry, I didn't mean to offend you. <laughs> <laughs> it was a franchise. Get it right. Right? <laughs> no, the music uh, I remember from that movie was like really catchy. Yeah. Yeah, I think Corbin Blue had a song in there. Oh, Camp Rock. Oh, that was... Mm. Yeah, High School Musical. I just oh, yeah. want to play my music. <laughs> We're all Joe Jonas. this together. Everyone, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone. We were not all in this together, but okay. You were in it. I was in it. You were there. Just getting into it, you know. <laughs> um, Guys, I have... I wanted to uh, do... Wait, mine's Cloud Nine. Cloud Nine? Oh, what is that? Is that the superhero? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it has Your eyes got so shiny. <laughs> you were like, is that um, the superhero one? <laughs> it has Dove Cameron in it, and it's like snowboarding based. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. I don't think I saw okay. that. That was an older one. Nice. 2014. Really? Pretty sure. Hold on. Oh. I might be thinking of another one. Oh. Huh. Yeah, it's 2014, oh. and it has. I don't know the guy's name. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep it. It's still going. <laughs> Luke Benward. Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> He played in another Disney movie that you guys would know. Um, it was about time travel. Minutemen. <laughs> oh, Minutemen, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, he was a little boy in that, but like, he was not a little boy in Cloud Nine. No. <laughs> wow. Okay. He was an adult. He wasn't. He was like 13. <laughs> but it's the way you said it and the face that you made. Because you know, <laughs> you're, famous, you're famous for all the faces that you make. Yeah. You know? And you were just like, <laughs> that, like that one? That not a, a little boy in that one. <laughs> Signature Whitney face is 
look left, like squint eyes, look left, look right, open mouth. <laughs> that or the puppy dog eyes. Oh, I love She's that like, one. You go give me a one. Aww. <laughs> you go give me a blanket. I get my own blanket, but I'm not going to be opposed to water. <laughs> or bread. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> um, guys, I wanted to play Would You Rather. Hopefully this goes better than last time. I feel like we just entered the Barbie dream house. (laughs) We did. Um, So would you rather your only mode of transportation be a donkey or a giraffe? (gasps) Giraffe. Why a giraffe? (laughs) Look, I'm five foot one and it's tall and I want to be taller. But you couldn't (laughs) take a giraffe through the drive-thru. I don't need to. What? I'll just... I'll just park him, and then he'll this go man in. is always concerned about what is going on in a drive-through. Dalton, it's actually smart for a drive-through because he can be like two cars back and just reach his neck around. Yeah, <laughs> just like skip people. Like they're yeah. they're waiting. They're like giving them the card, and all of a sudden this giraffe head just gets in the window. <laughs> you guys got my food ready? I'll just take it right now. So I'm guessing you're gonna pick donkey then. Well, I didn't say that. You well, I just like, wanted to know why you said giraffe. You didn't like not say that. I, I mean, like, <laughs> what? I would pick giraffe. <laughs> you, you are a giraffe. Yeah, exactly. It's my spirit animal. Yeah. I also think it would be a good, like, defensive strategy. Like, if someone was trying to fight me. Like, can't remember what episode <laughs> we were talking about it. <laughs> but, like, would you rather fight four 20-year-olds or 24-year-olds? Uh-huh. I could just crawl crime i could just climb my giraffe and then they can't get me unless they took out mm. the legs of the giraffe yeah which giraffe can like they fight with their necks yeah so they could just just. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys aren't praying for us you might start now <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it might be a good time please Goodness. but like giraffes it would be like super impractical but they would be cool to ride around on yeah mm-hmm. you know because everybody like Wow, a giraffe. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but all you're you, like is like, but you couldn't do, like. What about the drive-throughs? Like, but a donkey, it's like super lame, but it's super practical. Because mm. you know they like one, they're already tamed mm. <laughs> for the most part. Mm. Two, uh, domesticated. I mean, um, two, like they can fit in more places than a giraffe. Yeah. So yeah. easy. What parking. if we don't want to fit? In places we want to conquer them, like <laughs> <laughs> not gonna do that on a donkey. Well, but I'm all I'm saying is that Jesus rode in to Jerusalem on a donkey. Yeah. So, but was like a giraffe an option on that continent at the time? <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys ever read Clifford the Big Red Dog? <gasps> yes. I, I love that show. I always like yeah. I love that show. It was a show. Yeah, it was too. I only read the books, but <laughs> Ew, um, nerd alert. <laughs> um. Like, I always wondered, like, what, how big, like, what is the max size a dog could be before it gets annoying? Like. Cooper. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Cooper. Buddy. I was just coming it's to okay. She, she doesn't mean it, buddy. If you're listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, let's ask the people who have, like, the giant mastiffs. Yeah. I like the greyhounds. Yeah. But, like, it would definitely need to fit through a door. So it would be, like, I think 10 feet for me. If a dog was 10 feet, I could still have some fun, but it, 
it's still it can't come into my house because it can't fit in the door because mm. it's girthy too. You know, it's yeah, got, it's big. It's got just fat. Have to bring it in, bring them into the garage. And that food budget yeah, how every would you month. Feed it? And when it pees, it would probably like <laughs> flood your backyard. Gosh. We have a ditch too, like <laughs> which isn't a problem right now because our yard is already flooded. Right? Is this what you guys rain? think about in your free time? Oh, yes. Yeah. You know those memes that are like, "He's probably cheating Dad on me." You know those memes that are like, "He's probably cheating on me," <laughs> and then it, and then it's like what the boys are actually doing, and this is what us they're actually thinking about. Just thinking about like, like Clifford the Big Red Dog <laughs> peeing in my yard, flooding it. What I would do. Wow. That's which, probably which what my future spouse is doing. And I don't even know. I'm probably. like praying South for Africa. him. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like my future spouse is praying. He's reading the Bible right now. Nope. He's just thinking about yeah. what the big dog Clifford's poops dog. are going to be massive. <laughs> oh, man. You have to which, call a hazmat. Which, by the way, how tall do y'all think that a baby giraffe is when it's born? Mm. Too tall. So 21 feet. To it. Like four feet. Four feet? 21 feet. Five foot one. No, it's seven feet. <laughs> what? Oh. Seven feet tall. Oops. Whoa. That is humongous. Yeah. How does that fit into uh, a gonna, giraffe's okay. All right. All I right, would next. choose a donkey. <laughs> 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 because, first off, they are, oh my gosh, they're so cute. <laughs> I don't like that little seesaw sound oh they make. Oh my gosh, they're I so cute. I love the sound they make. It's so cute. And... They're small. Like, you could bring your mode of transportation into your house and cuddle with it. <laughs> mm. I could see Corianne narrating like an ASCP. What is it? The... <laughs> I could see her narrating that for just 10 that cents a day. A sad Hit me up. Commercial. You could oh support this animal somewhere in the world. I'd shed a tear every time that commercial's on. Yeah. Man. And I can't listen to that song. Yeah. At all. No. Without mm-hmm. thinking about the commercial. It's not the same. <laughs> and plus, that's also, you were talking about last episode, the infomercials, or mm-hmm. like, I don't know. That, I feel like that's a song on the infomercial. Like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Buy this ballad CD with all your favorite <laughs> ballads of the 80s. And I'm like, I'm, what? I, I just wasn't <laughs> alive in the 80s. I just got a reminder of um, Bruce Almighty mm. when he, like, Makes every song about him, right? To get the girl to like just want us want to take him back, right? <laughs> because he does that through like an infomercial, like so. Basically, he quote unquote has God's powers, and he like messes up with this love of his life. If y'all haven't seen the movie, have you ever seen the movie? Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's like trying to get her to take him back, and she like keeps ignoring him in every which way that he tries, and so he like hijacks an infomercial on a CD <laughs> and every song is about him. And it's like, you should love Bruce. Yeah. Stuff like that. But yeah, it just reminds me of that. Funny. Um, I had another, would you rather question? Would you rather have constantly dry eyes or a constant runny nose? Dry eyes. Ugh. Oh, which I, I knew David would eye like, drops. Yeah. yeah. I knew David would hate this question though because he already has to deal with like his nose. Yeah, not fun. But you know, lubricated eyes are nice. <laughs> so I don't know. What uh, would be like the cost benefit? I don't. I don't really know what the benefits of dry eyes are, <laughs> but I know that the like, benefit would be like having a normal nose. What? 
That's not a benefit of the eyes, though. It's a benefit but no, of like the nose. If, if it's an ultimatum, you either have dry eyes or you have a runny nose. Okay. So the benefit of having dry eyes is you would still have a normal nose. But So you're saying I will never have a runny nose ever again? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. I thought you mean like it was just... Well, it would at least be normal where it's not constant. It's just like when you're sick or whatever. I guess I would, I would take the eyes. You take the eyes? Yeah. Because then, I mean, you got to interact with people. you got, like, boogers coming out. Ew. Like, <laughs> sometimes if you don't wipe it, it gets in your mouth, and you're like. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about the gospel. <laughs> oh, Whitney, what do you mean? This is, this is good conversation. It is. I feel like Jesus would take running nose. You think so? Yeah. Mm. Um. No, maybe he would take normal eyes. Yeah, he would take it all he away. Would, he would take dry eyes. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Corianne, what about you? Oh, man. <clears throat> Excuse me. That w- That's a hard one. I would say dry eyes. Dry eyes? I'd rather have dry eyes. Yeah. Except then you'd have to walk around with your eyes closed everywhere. Yeah. Mm. So, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> laughter. Oh my god. Oh. All right. Well, let's get into the topic of the week. Mm. So last week we talked about Jesus' life, death, and resurrection, and how that was all significant. Um, today we're going to be talking about sharing the gospel. Um, so we've all kind of like prepared something that we want to share with you guys, uh, and then we uh, want to show you how kind of Paul talks about the gospel and references the gospel um, throughout his letters. Uh, so that's kind of that's kind of what we're going to be doing today. Um, so let's get into it. Whitney, what are you smiling about? Are you just so ecstatic to share what you have to say? Crickets. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'll just go ahead and start us off a little bit here and there. Um, so throughout the epistles, Paul... Um, <clears throat> he or well through the Pauline letters, not all the epistles. Um, he references the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. What did you say, Pauline? <laughs> That's the word. <laughs> I've never heard that. Yeah. The Pauline letters. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Study some theology, and you'll figure it out. Again, just like a serious theological thought <laughs> and just. <laughs> um, you talked about swallowing snot, so I don't really, you know. Well, that's a funny swallow- thought. That's something you actually would laugh at. <laughs> I feel like that's something that David would have posted on Facebook when he was a kid. Or last year. Or last year. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, so throughout the Pauline Lettles, le- letters. <laughs> wow. <laughs> now you've got me all jumbled up. Um he references the good news of Jesus Christ and he kind of like um, sets it up in a different way every time according to what he is addressing within the churches. Um, so there's one instance where he like makes it more about like a debt exchange, like a transaction. Um, so Jesus Christ, he paid our debts. He paid, he was the ransom um, given for many uh, and because of that, like the the debt that we had that we couldn't pay was now paid. Um, another thing is where it was like legal. So 
we were legally held convicted and charged for sin in our life, but he um, was the propitiation. He was the <clears throat> um, mediator, and he so he took on the the charge, the guilt. Um, and there's others I can't think of at the moment. I didn't write it all down in my notes this time, so I'm sorry about that. Uh, <clears throat> I know. How dare I? How dare you? How dare I? <laughs> Slacker. Slacker. Do they, okay. they fall out of the back of your FedEx truck? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I have not had anything fall out of my FedEx truck. <laughs> Thank the you the very much. <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> fell into the truck. <laughs> 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 um, but guys... Uh, were you able to study the epistles at all and kind of like find what I'm talking about? Yeah, found a few things. Um, like you had mentioned this last episode, like for me, the most powerful part of the gospel is resurrection. And just because it kind of um, conveys hope. And I think you actually took some from, <laughs> I think you actually may have t- taken some from first <coughs> Corinthians 15 mm-hmm. with what you're saying. And that's, funny that you did that because that's what i was like looking at um like the first part of first corinthians 15 is basically just like rehashing the gospel yeah and like the resurrection story and then later on um it talks about like how some people don't believe in the resurrection and then talks about the resurrection body um and he's using like just that first half of telling the story and the um the influence of jesus to make the point later that like um like you have your natural body and then your spiritual body so like we're born again and we we're dead to our um earthly bodies and we can't take any of that with us and um we're born again in our spiritual bodies and so yeah I saw it there and then like in Philippians it talks about um to live as Christ to die as gain and so like I feel like that's another kind of reference to like you should be rejoicing in that suffering because when you die, you're going to be with Jesus again. Mm-hmm. You're going to uh, be with him again. So, and then in second Timothy um, one, eight and 10, it says, don't be ashamed of God. Um, don't have shame in suffering for the gospel of the power of God. So again, just using the resurrection story as kind of like a jumping off point for um, be born again, be a new person die to your old ways and um, be born again to new ways. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, that's kind of what I got out of it and the points that I saw, but I don't know about you guys. Yeah. Anybody else? I caught on very similar to you, David, just um, like when, like you said, when he said to live is Christ, to die is gain. And I think for us now, that's so applicable forever but for now how I'm applying it is it's like you could never have a bad day Mm -hmm. and by that I mean obviously we have bad days but it's like if I'm living like that's Christ like I'm not living for myself for my own pleasures for my own happiness I'm living for Christ and so if I have a bad day maybe I did something wrong to you know cause that bad day or whatever but Mm -hmm. if you have a bad day and you're seeking God throughout the day and you're living for him that's not a bad day. Right. Like, am I yeah. making any sense there? <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. Yeah. And that's, like, again, where the hope, it's like it resets every mm-hmm. time. 
And that's just, that's what brings people in. That's the message, you know? And I don't know. That's, that's the call to people. And so. Yeah. And in that there's just, there's like really nothing to fear, mm. you know, cause you're living for Christ. That's always, you know, a positive. Um, but then to die is gain. Like we, we have nothing to fear. Like this life, there's nothing to fear. And in death, there's nothing to fear. Right. Cause we gain everything once we move on to be with him yeah. in person. Sometimes I like, I catch myself thinking about like what it's going to be like to die. Mm-hmm. And just like, if I, if I go down that path, it, it gets real dark real quick. But, um, I don't know if you guys have ever seen that show. I survived beyond and back. Mm-hmm. It's like stories of people who have been medically dead and they've either experienced like, like what they say is hell or what they say is heaven. And listening to all of those stories, true or not, just it intrigues me about like how that all works. And then you read passages like that and you're like, okay, I don't need to be afraid of that moment Mm -hmm. because like I should hope in that moment that I'll, I'll accept it and then I'll be ready Mm -hmm. to be with him. But tragically, sometimes people don't feel like are, and Mm -hmm. so they haven't made their peace. And that's the part that I'm like afraid of. You know, but again, we sh- there's no reason to be afraid. So it's just yeah. like me sucking myself out. But yeah, it says that yeah. death is the last enemy that we'll face. Yeah. Um, and just like looking to eternal things. Like we, we really need to be mindful of what we sow here mm-hmm. because it's not just here. And so much like we're visiting here. This mm-hmm. is not our final destination. This is not it. And what we put here matters whenever we go there Mm -hmm. and it's so easy to look at the natural aspect of things and not look at the eternal aspect of things and where you want to spend eternity and that decisions that you make affect that and so really if we're where we need to be with God and I don't say this in a condemning way you know I'm not going to say I never think about that but like if we're where we need to be with God, that's something we look forward to. That's something that excites us. Not like, oh, yeah, we're going to die. But like, no, like we're not scared of mm-hmm. death. That is the least of our concern. We're going to preach the gospel. We're going to do it boldly. We're going to represent Jesus. We're going to be in relationship with him. And we're going to spend eternity with him. And we're going to want to do it. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be something, oh, great, get to do that. No more watching TV anymore. Like, no, no, that is so carnal minded. Yeah. No, we get to spend eternity with God. Mm. And he created every facet of our being. Mm-hmm. Every desire that that is in us, that he put in us, like we're going to desire to be in his presence. Yeah. To reap that eternal reward of of being with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so in the natural, does death look scary? Absolutely. But in the spiritual, nah, not one bit. Like mm-hmm. our life is but a vapor. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just a mist. We're here today and we're gone tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I love Paul's writings and how he's just correcting and <sighs> rebuking. Yes, I kind of like Timothy because that's one of the times um, he's like, hey, you're doing a good job. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's not as corrective as like his other letters. But 
the word is for that. It's for building yeah. up and reproof and correcting and and getting the bride ready. Mm-hmm. Like we're supposed to have oil in our lamps. Yeah. And it was something that you said. Uh, um, <clears throat> we have joys in this life, and those joys in this life, they are imperfect because they try to take our attention away from God. They try to take our focus, and they become idols. But God gave us those desires. He gave us those things that give us joy. And so it's not that like we will be without those things. They'll be perfected in the new life because they won't be trying to take away from God. Here's the here's um, a way that I think we've worded it, or I've shared this before on a, a really, it was a really long time ago on a previous episode, but it's okay to have those desires, and it's okay to want certain things. It's not okay for those desires to have you right, and to be enthroned on your heart and exalted above God in your heart. Yeah. And that's the difference. And just letting him prune your character to where he's continuously being prioritized. He's enthroned on your heart. He's number one. And those other things will fall into place. Like he does fulfill every good thing. He does fulfill desires. But it's like you talked about in our last episode. It's that reversal thing. It's not Mm -hmm. going to be how you expect it. And a lot of times believers get, I know this is sidetracking, but like a lot of times believers get upset with God because he didn't do what they wanted the way yeah, mm-hmm. that they wanted, but that yeah. didn't mean he isn't good or that doesn't mean that he's not good and that he's not faithful. Right. But it's not going to be the way that you expect it. Mm-hmm. And also like, I feel like every desire that you have, God fills. Like there's yes. no, like, you might think, Oh, I desire to have a donut. <laughs> but, but like, is that what you desire right now? Is I mean, a, a little bit. Shall a little not bit. live on <laughs> bread alone. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, if you think about the root, like, I desire to, a donut because it gives me pleasure. Well, like, if I spend time with God, like, that's gonna fulfill me. That's gonna satisfy me. Yes. You know. So, like, yeah. literally every desire you have, Jesus can fill that desire. Yes. Whether it's companionship or whatever. Yeah. Amen, Corianne. Amen. Uh, sorry to cut short, guys, but we actually ran really long this episode. Um, so what we're going to do is we're just going to split it up into two episodes. And um, next week, you're going to hear more about our actual life testimonies and stories. And I would definitely encourage you to tune in for that one. Um, hope you've enjoyed the series thus far on the Gospels. And, um, yeah, go check us out on Facebook. Um, go check out our YouTube page. Subscribe. All that good stuff. Um, Until then, we will see you next week. Have a great week.